welcome to another episode of Borderline Texas Trash. I'm your co-host, Ass Hand. <laughs> I'm Ass Handy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was going to delete that. No, but don't. When she said it. I'm, no, I'm leaving it. That's wrong. It's fine. I can be Ass Handy. <laughs> I was over here touching up the sound, making sure things sound like, crisp. man, this sounds good and professional. <laughs> I'm Ass Handy. <laughs> Y'all got to bear with me. I'm on one today. Wow, and she didn't even smoke anything before the show. I've had, I'm sober Sally, because of yeah. all my problems, I can't drink or smoke anymore. And she literally don't know her ass from her name. <laughs> Anyways, this is Borderline Texas Trash. I'm your host with the most, baby. It's Uncle Boo, too sweet to be foul. My co-host over here that can't talk right now ass is handy. Ash Handy. <laughs> Not the ass handy, the Ash Handy. Whew. Ugh. Well, how's all the gals and guys doing out there today, babies? We're going to have a good show today. We're going to get funky like a monkey. We're going to get down, we're going to get up, and we're going to get funky, baby. I already have. <laughs> She's like, I already have. I couldn't sit still the whole time he was sitting up. Oh, God, I was sitting up over here, and I don't know who's worse, doing a podcast with Jackson or her, because she was like, bam, bam, and just singing along, and just, Jesus. Well, so- I'm on a new heart medication right now, and I'm like, I'm leveling she's out. she's cold-hearted, so they have to put yeah. on special As medication. you guys may have heard, if you're from around this town, I'm a gigantic piece of shit, so. Um, piece of shit in the house! <laughs> um, I'm on a new heart medication, and when I tell you that I really do think it's making me feel a lot better, uh, but I'm having to adjust, so it was normal for me to have spells before, um, but now... So, like, for instance, I was fine outside, and then when we came in, there was, like, a solid five minutes. My head was, like, all the way back in the chair, and I was like... <sighs> yeah, because it wasn't, like, hot in <laughs> here, Stephen but was there like, wasn't... are you okay? <laughs> I was like, you need to turn a fan on or something? And then within five minutes, like, I'm like, hoo, 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 yeah. what's up, and she's what's like, up, what's don't, up? And she's over here going, oh, don't worry, it's just a reaction <laughs> from the steroids. So she's on the roids, too, so... Yeah, it's a good time. Yeah, so it's been fun, roiding out and flipping out. That's another thing Going we need to do. Going through lots of changes. That's another thing I was thinking about doing. Is doing one episode and putting it on Patreon. And doing the uh, putting water in our mouth and watching something funny and see if we could keep it there. I won't. <laughs> we'll have tra- little trash cans <laughs> yeah. biased. To- I'll spit it out like immediately. <laughs> you know me, um. I laugh at anything and everything all the time. <laughs> oh, God. The doctor that I work for literally laughs because he said sometimes whenever... Um, he's like in a room trying to be all serious and talking to a patient. He can hear me up in the front. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley's here. God yeah. damn. <laughs> I'm a giggler. I always giggle. Yeah, that's me. I'm a giggler. And I'm just. It also puts me in really bad situations sometimes. Yeah. You come at me and try to fight me or call me bad names. I'm probably going to laugh, which usually pisses people off even more. <laughs> yeah. And another thing really I get uncomfortable. Them off. I laugh. It's when they leave you a nasty text and you don't answer. Oh, that yeah. That pisses them off. That's my MO. Or when they're <laughs> on Facebook and they talk shit about you and you don't respond or nothing. Literally they're me like, all year. They're like, what the? This is, he's, they're, they're supposed to respond. The entire group of townspeople in Mineral Wells that are, sadly enough, my family that have literally like posted about me on Facebook and sent me text messages. I've never replied. Yeah. I think that's what makes them mad even more and why it keeps coming. Cause yeah. Because they don't reply to the bullshit. You know, people sometimes... I just sometimes, don't care, man. Well, that's me. People ask me sometimes, how do you get so laid back? I'm like, well, when you uh, watch your mom and dad die when you're a kid, 
and then you got to pull the plug in your wife later in life. You tend to be a cold-hearted son of a bitch, and you really just start getting to where you don't give a fuck. I don't. You know, life's too care. short to be pissed off all the time and right. Well, and I figured out, like, the secret to life isn't being, like, popular or having a million friends or a million followers on social media. Yeah. You just need a few solid people in your life. Yes. I got a best friend here. I got a best friend in Oklahoma, and then I literally have, like, three family members that I kick it with, and that's all I need. Like, I'm solid. Yeah, we don't need all the bullshit and drama. That's why we love you guys, and I hope we're, we are your little break from reality. Uh, well, girlfriend, I say before stupid news, you want to gripe along? What is that? You said you had a little gripe to... Oh, yeah. Well, so, like, it's, I'm sorry, but sometimes I use this podcast to gripe about my feelings, and literally no one's going to give a shit about this, but maybe you'll have an input on it. Um, so going through some lifestyle changes right now because of my heart medication and in general, well, because of my heart, not sorry. my medication, but my that heart. That was me. Um, sorry. Steven's wiener fell out of his <laughs> <laughs> And it hit the dog. In Everybody's the like. <laughs> and it hit the dog in the head and knocked the motherfucker out. So. Um, so like I'm having to do a lot of things differently. And as Steve knows, my hair is a really big deal to me. Um, and we're also like poor. Not like poor that we can't pay our bills, but like your girl we don't pay get, our bills yeah. and we're poor. Your girl don't get her <laughs> nails done or go get her hair done or anything like that. I've done my hair by myself for ten years, but now that I have all the problems that I have and I'm trying to grow my hair out and my hair is almost down the middle of my back, um, it's too hard. So I have decided that I'm getting rid of the blonde. Oh, I can't keep do? up with it anymore. I don't know. You got any suggestions? I don't know. I was thinking about just going brown. Just being yeah. plain for a little bit. It's like a be plain old brown. Because I stand out with the blonde, and I'm not really in the mood to stand out anymore. Yeah, like, like, I just want to be left alone. I'm so. like, I don't want to stand out anymore. I just want to be left alone. Yeah. The dude jet fucking black. Mm, I don't know. Is it? I'm just, yeah, Steven's like, I, I was just talking on my ass. Yeah, But I mean, that's my gripe. Think about it. You can, if you're in a bar, you can hide under the light. No one can notice you. No one would notice me anyways. Yeah. Got rid of my truck, changing my hair. Like, no one's going to know who yep. I am anymore. I even talked to her into growing a beard. Yep. It's happening. Yeah. But yeah, that's my gripe for the week. I don't have money to get my hair done, and I can't keep up with it anymore by myself. So I am getting rid of the blonde. So next week, I... Uh, uh, ew, that was a little wet. Mm. Next week, I will make sure that I make myself look presentable. <coughs> and we will do a video next week so you can see my new hair. I can always tell when she comes over if we're going to do a video or not. I really have been trying, but like I said, then I started the new medicine this week. Yeah, and, and it kicks her fanny. Yeah. I used to take care of myself and look really good like every day, but that hasn't happened in like six but months. But she's been wearing suspenders, no shirt, sometimes with a shirt, <laughs> but just suspenders normally and Wranglers. And I do, how early do you get home on Wednesdays? Oh, Wednesdays, I get home right about 4 o'clock. Okay. I need to um, record early next week because I have yeah. to go to Weatherford next week on Wednesday. Oh, hell yeah. Because we go out of town Thursday. Oh, yeah. I got to go get a spray tan. Yeah, because she's going to go, go go have a little get-together for Labor Day weekend. Yeah, well, and I'm so white that if I go anywhere where I'm going to be out in the sun longer than a day, I get a spray tan because it helps prevent me from burning. So. Yeah. I used to just get that uh, old English that you put on the furniture stuff. 
It brings out the brown in me. <laughs> yeah. I usually use that. It's cheaper, and it makes it look more professional. I look like a piece of nice, fine wood. I look like a piece of wood. I look like a fucking Indian in the, at the store. <laughs> you know, the Indians that was cut out of the wood. I seen that the other day, that creep show with that on it. Well, creep show. Well, I guess I'm going to get on with some funky news. All right. <laughs> Ashley just shit her pants. I, well, that's medicine. She makes her do some weird stuff. Like a water buffalo. She can shit from here to China. No. She can, she can shit through a screen it's door. It's called tooting. I'm a girl. Toot pootin'. Toot toot. <laughs> I'm a rootin' tootin' gal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got in New Zealand a family gets a surprise from a seal. Oh, I love surprises. It came through the dog uh, panel. A seal did. And I it love was on seals. Their, and thank goodness the woman, because they live by the ocean, their, her husband is a ocean biologist or something, so he knew about Oh, a marine bra... Yeah, a marine, marine brawlist. <laughs> I'm a... Mur- <laughs> I'm a, a weather... Marine- mur- God damn it! <laughs> I'm a goddamn phenomenologist. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm saying. Marine biologist. Yes, bam. Thank you. <laughs> Beautiful. Anyways, uh, she called him and he came down there. But yeah, I was sitting on the couch, just sitting there like. I would, I would be very too. delighted if that, a sea yeah. seal. If a sea. <laughs> God damn it. Dude, what the fuck did you take? Life, man. I'm just feeling so. I swear so, she didn't do anything. I'm just feeling so happy this week. I mean, jeez. I'm feeling happier than I felt in Come like on, six get months. happy. Come on, get higher. <laughs> Sunshine <your> day. <laughs> All right, then we have, okay, got that. Okay, a small uh, clothing uh, shoe uh, label in New York has united with the biggest sex toy company to use its old toys for shoes. Yeah, somehow they use the old plastic, you know, they, <laughs> people return their vibrators. And dildos. I would love a pair of dildo shoes. Yeah, that's basically what they are. They look like gators, but they're kind of different. I mean, they're the same concept like gators, but they're different design and everything. And made from dildos. <laughs> yeah, they're... Uh, Used dildos. Yeah. Cool. Can you imagine you're going to be sticking your foot in some in something that women have stuck inside them? Uh, hey, at least we're saving <coughs> the environment one dildo at a time. Fuck yeah. Dildo power. America. Hey, and guess what? Knowing is half the battle. It is. G.I. Joe. <laughs> oh, here we go. This is American right here. Here we go. Here the we go. U.S. mullet competition Fuck is yeah. going on, and it ends fr- this Friday. It's I want to know who wins. Oh, God, you should see, should see some of these kids on here. Their parents have got them with the vipers on, and they got them mullets, just like from the fucking 90s. I love a good mullet. Man. Now, wish... to me, Alan Jackson will always be the championship holder of mullets. I don't know. Him and Neil McCoy ran a pretty well, good Well, Neil race. McCoy had a pretty good one, too, but you can't beat Alan Jackson's face in his mustache. I don't know. Neil McCoy's got that wink. Oh, fuck. <laughs> All she gotta do is just give me that a wink. wink. Slam, bam, I'm feeling all right. <laughs> and it wasn't just a wink. It was a wank. Yeah. Give me that a wank. <laughs> am, am I doing it right? Where was I? Oh, yeah, the mullet competition. Yeah. So uh, go check that out, man. Some of them kids on there look pretty cool, man. And then we have in Massachusetts, an elderly woman... Drove her SUV in a shopping mall. Was anybody hurt? 
Okay, no. good. It's only funny if no one got How hurt. she did it was, you know when you go into the parking garage and they got the pedestrian bridge? Well, she just kept fucking going. She went over that pedestrian bridge and drove straight into Whee! the fucking mall. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm not Could ready you to imagine sitting there shopping and be like, what the grandma? fuck? Grandma? <laughs> Man, it's, it, it sucks, though, because my grandpa, he didn't do that. But I was driving with him one day, and here in town, the main road that comes in splits, and you got an eastbound and a westbound. Eastbound down. <sighs> Grandpa was, uh, he was on the one going west, and he was heading east, oh. if I got that right. Yeah, yeah he was I know on, what you yeah. mean, though. He was going into oncoming traffic, and I'm like, Grandpa, Grandpa, like, hey. there's cars coming. Oh, I'm going to turn. They don't know what the hell they're doing. So I got when I got home, I told my uncles and Paul, I was like, I don't think he Grandpa shouldn't be driving be anymore, driving, man. So yeah, I understand that, but I don't want that to ever happen to me. Me neither. Okay, now we go to Delaware. Hey, I am in Delaware. What is it to do in Delaware? Y'all tell me. Is that Washington? No. Connecticut. It's that area. Delaware. It's around the New York Coney Island, Coney Island <laughs> Long Island. Uh, all that area. It's a little bitty state. Anyways, uh, in Delaware, a man in a, in a diner there was eating clams and found a rare purple pearl. That'd be pretty. I like pearls. Yeah, and it's beautiful, man. It's, he's gonna ha- he said he ha- hasn't had it appraised yet, but he's going to go get it appraised. It's going to be worth a lot of money. Money. All right. Oh, check this out. A foot was found in Yellowstone floating in the Obis Pool. And thing about it is its pool is deep. That's why it's called the Obis Pool. They don't know how deep it is. But it's hot as fuck, too. So if somebody fell in it, they automatically... And I guess that's all that was left. <laughs> that's really fucking scary. I mean, I don't know. They, didn't, they don't really have an answer. I'm, so, not, I'm, I'm not cool. With the, Don't ever go around the Obis pool and decide to take a uh, a swim in it. So you're not supposed to swim in it? No, because it's like <laughs> boiling hot water. Oh. It's like hotter than a hot tub. It's hotter than a hoochie coochie. <laughs> oh, okay. I understand that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get it. That's hot. <laughs> if that was hotter than that dang old coochie coochie now, I'll tell you. Man. You just got to talk to me in Southern lingo. This summer, it was hotter than a coochie coochie it down there. It was hair. fucking hotter than a hoochie coochie. Like. Yeah. I just got through paying my last you know, big I have a, uh, electric bill today. Oh, God. Like, How much fuck. was it this time? It went down. It was four fifty. Mine last month was close to five fifty. The I highest think. mine's gotten is two sixty. But I'm a Nazi about it, and I turn it up during the day. And Yeah. Well, too, I had the kids here this summer. Oh, yeah. Fucking kids. Fucking rat bastards. And then we got another old person in the news. But this one's uh, pretty ballsy. She was an 81-year-old woman, and she was in Poland, and she was caught with five kilos of heroin. Hell yeah. Five. Five. Uno, dos, tres, whatever. Cuatro. Cinco. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We got it. Yeah. And they asked her why she did it, and uh, one of her, uh, get this, one of her grandkids put her up to it. Oh, that's kind of shitty. I would never ask my grandma to deliver drugs for me. Yeah. 
I can't remember the story exactly. I was about to say, it'd be cool if you find out that she was like a secret dealer this entire time yes. in her whole life and was like, you know, bagging, but... Oh, I know. <laughs> That's kind of shitty. Don't be a piece of shit to your grandma. Yeah, you dumb motherfucker. All right, we're going to take a little break, and when we come back, guys, we're going to go over the... Uh, we're going to start the uh, 1990s, and we're going to go with 1990 today. But we'll be back. Y'all dug that commercial. Well, oh, guess shit, what, ladies and gents? <laughs> Y'all missed a great concert. <laughs> yes. It's uh, that time again. We're going to go back in history to 1990. We're going to start 1990 today. Ashley's going to cover... My favorite time. The, uh, I don't think I got the top vehicles, but I got the movies and the songs. I was so, about to say, music and movies is all that matters for yeah. the 90s. So. And then I got some little stuff that happened oh, during that year. Sorry, and, uh, I'm already getting I'll get excited. The, I'll get the, the how much cost of living and shit was. Sorry if we're hanging and banging, but that's just how we go. But that's yeah, we're do going, it, baby. We're going back to 1990. We're going to oh, start I'm out so with Ash... Doing the uh, top music. She's going to go, at first it's the top everything, and then it's uh, country, and then uh, hip-hop, and then the top movies. I because believe. the 90s are important. To see, the, the 90s, 90s was okay. crazy because that was when I was becoming a teenager, and then that's when I became an adult. I was in my adult years. I wasn't actually in the 90s. Man. Like, I was only born you in 93. You missed out. Yeah, so you can ask Steven, like, I have an obsession with it, and the way that I act, and the way that I know all this shit, you would think that I was from that time period. I'm not. 
I just am obsessed with it, and I wish I was. Well, see, that's what cracks me up when kids say, I'm a 90s kid. I was born in the 90s. No, no, no that don't born, count. I was born in the 90s, but it does not mean I'm a 90s kid. I'm There's a fucking a 90s kid because I was a teenager, and then my adult years was there. But anyways, God, enough so about excited. that. I told you. All right, here we go. This is the top, uh, what, 25, 25 of... Uh, this is the top 25 of everything. Yeah. So, like... He said we did categories, but in general, we wanted to know. Um, yeah. And there are like just a few of these that I'm going to need you to help me with, but most of them I know. Django. So I did not know this. The Go ahead. number one song on all the charts in 1990 was fucking Wilson Phillips. Yes. Which one was it? Hold on. Yes. Hold on for, for one, one more day. day. You can change. You can go your way if you hold. <laughs> Now, a lot of you newbies may not know who Wilson Phillips is, but I'll tell you right now, if you watch the chick flick Bridesmaids, Wilson Phillips was the band that she had at her wedding, and that was Hold On was the song that they played at the very end of the movie. Yeah. Hold on for one, one more day. day. Things have changed. Things have go your way. You can hold on. I sound like hold an old nasty British day. woman when I sing. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. I said I could smoke 50 so, bucks. So that's night. awesome. Wilson Phillips with Hold On <laughs> held the number one spot. Number bin. No, number bin. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. I'm excited. I'm sorry. <clears throat> number two was Roxette. Tell, tell me if I'm wrong. If this is. It must have been love. But it's over now. now. Yes. Okay. It must have been love. Man, I'm going to take a picture of this and listen to these on the way home. <laughs> I told you. These are all so good. Just wait till you get to the other shit. Okay, so must have been love was another good one. But it's over now. It must um, have been a butt plug. Because it hurts <laughs> now. Um, number three, total, total classic. Sinead oh God. O'Connor. Damn, that makes me feel old. Nothing compares to you. Nothing compares now, again, to you. I'm not real big into remakes, but I am absolutely in love with Chris Cornell. He did. Did a you good ever one. hear his remake yes, of the song? But did you know why he did it? Because the very first person to do it was Prince, and when Prince died, Prince did nothing compares to you. Uh huh. Oh, I never heard. Yeah, this. he wrote it and everything, and then she did it and made a number one hit out of it. So Prince was the first one? Yeah. You ought to oh. hear his, man. He's I didn't know so, that. Yeah, that's why Chris covered it, because he died and he did it. Oh. Yeah. Well, Chris did an Chris, amazing job. It was beautiful. It. Yes. All the flowers that you sent to mama me are in the backyard. In the backyard. I went to the doctor, and guess what, what he, he told me? me? Guess what he told me? He said, girl, you better have no fun no matter what you do. <laughs> So listen to. Oh okay, God! Well, I was in three different versions of that song. And they're like, all great. I was in the seventh grade. I remember that song because all the goddamn girls were singing it. Yeah. See, I just every time anytime I hear it now, you broke I think up, of the Chris Cornell. Anytime one. you broke up with them, oh, that's God. the song they would be singing. That's annoying. <laughs> yes. So yeah. Um, okay, number four is not the song that I think it is, so you're going to have to tell me what it actually is, because I don't know who Bell Beeb DeVoe is. Oh, that's an old rap band. It's a, basically, yeah, that girl is that's, poison. Yeah, because it says in the song, it goes, Bell Beeb DeVoe. Yeah. Now oh. you know. Oh, 
I never knew what it yeah. said. And they were part of the band that Bobby Bobby Brown was a part of. I can't remember, but there was four of them. They was like the uh, version of the. Uh, they was a boy band. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then when Bobby Brown left to do his stuff on his own, them three made Bill Bib DeVoe. They had a couple good songs. Not the beep, but my smile. Yeah, no, I know what poison is. is now, and that's uh poison, poison, yeah. poison, baby, poison. you're poison. <laughs> so number four was uh, poison by Belle Biv DeVoe. I'll be honest, before I saw who it was by, I thought, but this was like later nineties, yeah. I think. You're poison. And then I, I thought it was that th- one. Yeah. Who sang that one? That was Alice Cooper. That's what I thought. Alice Cooper was fucking cool. Yeah, he was. Your love, <laughs> divine, <laughs> my way, yeah, guys. So, number four was Poison by Belle Biv DeVoe, but if you like Alice Cooper, you should yes. listen to his song Poison, too, because it's pretty good. Uh, number five, I'm probably going to get raked over the coals for this one, because I didn't really care for her, but she was the queen of the 90s, unfortunately, and it was Vogue. Oh, Madonna. Fucking yes. Madonna with her pointy-ass tits. Yeah, see, that's what cracks me up with her. She Schlatt. points her finger <laughs> at everybody who, you dis, you dis, you whatever, desecrate women. I'm like, you were the one you fondling yourself, yourself. <laughs> in front of everybody singing like a virgin. God, yeah, I'm just you not, know, I'm not a big fan of her, I'm not going to lie. She contradicts herself. How can you get mad at somebody for what made you famous? I mean, don't get me wrong, she could sing. But her sexual way and stuff really put her over the top. Um, sorry, all of these are just so good. So number five was Vogue, My Madonna. You'll have to remind me which one this is because I forgot Mariah Carey's been raping the charts for like thirty yeah. years. Mariah Carey is number six with Vision of Love. I don't remember what that one was. I'm not for sure about that one. Me neither. Okay, so look it up. Vision of Love by Mariah Carey's number six. I don't remember which Phil, and Phil Collins song this is, but he holds number seven with Another Day in Paradise. What Phil Collins song was that? I don't know. And I only know Phil Collins because, as you all know, a lot of the people that are my age or Steven's age uh, who had kids or whatever, Phil Collins did a lot of Disney songs back in the day. Yeah. Like, but he I know tore him. up the Tarzan album. I know him from the 80s. I grew up seeing him yeah. in the 80s, especially in Miami Vice. And then he did a lot of my Disney yeah. He did a lot of my Disney movies. Like oh, he, God, yeah. He did the whole Tarzan album. Yeah. It was beautiful. <laughs> He's so awesome. Okay. Number eight is In Vogue. That's the name of the people. And it's Hold On. That's funny in the same... That is weird. Eight spots, two songs <clears throat> called Hold On. But I don't know what that one is. I'm not for sure. I, the, the band sounds familiar. Uh, number nine was... Cradle of Love by Billy Idol. Yeah. Rock the cradle of love. <laughs> Rock the cradle of love. The video of it was, he was awesome. He was always goofy to me, and everybody always thought he was he's, so hot. Yes. He was, a, he was a sex symbol. Yes. He was sexy bitches. He was sexy British bitch. He was sexy. Um, number 10 was Blaze of Glory. Yes, but by bon John Jovi. Bon Jovi. He did it for that, that movie Young Guns, remember? Oh, yeah. I was about yeah. to say, it's been in a lot of movies. Yeah. But going out in a blaze of glory. <laughs> going down <laughs> in a blaze of glory. Uh, number 11 is Belle Beeve DeVoe again with Do Me. You can do me in the morning. <laughs> you can do is me that really in how it the goes? night. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's Do great. me. Now, number 12 is one of my favorite songs of all time. 
I listen to it all the time in my car. It is Michael Bolton with How Am I oh, Supposed God. To, to Live, live without, without You? That was always on those commercials whenever I was a kid. The top it, 20 love yes. songs of the lifetime. And then Tell every time I went to a school I dance when that song was hot in junior high, that the Did girls would want to dance. dance. I didn't. He's like, fuck that. I'm not gay. I'm like, that's a stupid song to slow dance to. I mean, I guess it Any is. Any other song I would, but that one I just couldn't do it. Oh, <laughs> I just love that song. Tell me. <laughs> Only time I ever did it was one time, and I was leaving cause that year because we was going to another town, and the girl was crying on my shoulder. Oh, my God. Steven. I was like, hey, it's what do you want to fucking say there. Get used to it, toots. Uh, okay, so that was number 12, Michael Bolton with How Am I Supposed to Live Without You. Number 13. Pump up the jam. Pump, pump it, it up. up. While your feet are jumping. Hit the something. Technotronic. Something. That's it. Yeah. Oh, I place to stay. <laughs> Get your booty on the floor tonight. So Make pump up the jam day. by Technotronic was number 13. Make my day. Um, number 14 was another huge sep- sep- sex symbol. Paula Abdul. Oh, God, yes. Opposites attract? Yes. Which one was that one? It's about opposites attract. It's how's it go? It's the video. I don't remember that. I remember the video. It was a, a cat and her. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. But it's a, about opposites attract. Well, I can't remember exactly. Number 14, opposites attract by Paula Abdul. Uh, number 15, I'll be honest with y'all. Again, I'll probably get a lot of shit for this one. I wasn't a big fan of Janet Jackson. So uh, there's some of her stuff I liked and some I didn't. I don't even know what Escapade Escapade is. Escapade, yeah. Escapade. <laughs> Paid. We're running. I promise paid. I'm not a little. God damn it! <laughs> I promise I'm not a little. Do little. Woo. When I skate, God. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> you gonna skate? What did I say? Escapade. <laughs> Escapade. That's what I said. Escapade. <laughs> Escapade. What the fuck? We're gonna go through the Escapade. Oh. I like the Janet Jackson. The Escapade. <laughs> All right, number sixteen is a fucking classic. I was a huge fan of Heart. She held the number 16 spot with her top hit. All I want to do is make All love to you. All I want to do is make love to dudes. One you night want of me love to. was all we knew. Was that the one where she's talking about banging a stranger? Yeah. It was lonely Because she wanted a baby and the guy she yeah. was with couldn't make one, right? Yeah. Right, so I picked I him you. up hitchhiking for a drive. <laughs> we were miles far away. <laughs> So he stuck his weenie in me anyway. For real, it's a great song, but the song really is about how she like loves her husband, but they can't have a baby. So she does. She goes out and, and picks up a stranger somebody, yeah. and talks about making love to him to make a love baby for her and her husband. It's kind of crazy, but it's good. Yeah. So 16, All I Want to Do is Make Love to You by Heart. Um, number 17, I don't know who this is. The song is called Close to You, and the people or the band or the person is called Maxi Priest. I don't, I don't know, know who that is. I'd have to hear the song, and I'd probably go, "Oh yeah," because see, really, I uh, I I put the if a lot of these songs I remember the videos too. Yeah. So yeah, because I'm from the videos. Well, stage. and I had a little bit of that towards yeah. the end. We used to watch um, VH1. CMT, VH1, oh, yeah. and MTV. Yeah, before they got stupid and stupid. stupid. Um, number eighteen by Atlanta Miles was. Black Velvet. If you please. Black Velvet. Black Velvet was a very popular song. 
Black velvet with that <laughs> soft southern style. How tired did you get of the women singing that one? Oh, my God. <laughs> I was dating Jackie at the time. Her and her fucking friend Nikki played that motherfucker like on over feet. and over one Play back night. velvet again. I love it. I was like, oh, God. You're like, please shut up. I was like, just shoot me if you please. <laughs> Okay, so Black Velvet for number 18. Number 19 is another Wilson Phillips song called Release Me. I think I know how that one goes, but I'm I don't want to sing sure it about because that I'm one. wrong. Um, number 20 was a song called Don't Know Much about or by Linda Ronstadt featuring yeah. Aaron Neville. I don't know much. It's Aaron Nibble. Oh, Neville. Neville. Anyways, he's a black dude, and he's got a real good voice, but he's got a, you know I got a little mole? He's got a big one. Hmm. But I'm pretty sure you heard his voice, but what was the name of it again? Don't Know Much. Yeah, you don't remember that? I don't know much, but I love you. Oh, okay. I know that song. It's another good love song. <coughs> There's a lot of love songs on yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, 21 was All Around the World by Lisa Stansfield. I think I know which one that one is, too. That one wasn't too bad. Yeah. Uh, 22 was I Want to Be Rich by Callaway. I don't know I'm that not one. not sure about that one. I'm sad to say I don't know any of the rest of these. Uh, 23 was Rubby the Right Way by Johnny Gill. Yeah, that was one of them sexy R&B songs. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that one. <coughs> uh, number 24 was She Ain't Worth It by Bobby Featuring Bobby Brown and Glenn Medeiros. Yeah, that one was pretty good. I like some of Bobby uh, Bobby Bobby Brown's stuff. And then twenty five was "If Wishes Came True" by Sweet Sensation. Uh, I'm not for sure. About I don't know that. what that one is either. Because I never listened to that. So that was that was the, just the generality of all the charts. The chart top and so now we're gonna go to country. country. Ooh, yeah, you man! I like tell you what. There's like, I love how on the, um, some people just really dominated these charts. <coughs> okay. The number one country song in 1990 was by Alabama. Imagine that. Yeah, they really were on the charts yeah. in the 80s. And the song was uh, Forever's As Far As I'll Go. Yeah, it was a love song. Yeah, I don't remember that It was one. a mushy forever's as far as <laughs> uh, Number two yeah. is one of my favorite songs on earth by Garth Brooks. Unanswered prayers. Sometimes I thank God for unanswered prayers. It's unanswered <laughs> yeah, prayers. Just the other night at a hometown <laughs> football game. <laughs> Uh, I haven't heard it in a while, though. It really makes you think. That was when I was in high school, man. His first album. I tell you what, though. he, Him and Garth Brooks in Alabama dominated the charts. Yeah, he dominated them in the 90s, and Alabama and George did in the 80s. Um, George is amazing. I love him. Number three was Alabama again with Jukebox in My Mind. In the corner <laughs> of my mind stands a jukebox. 
uh, number four, which is still one of the most popular songs on the planet in any bar I've ever been to that's not a hip-hop bar, is Garth Brooks with Friends in Low Places. I've got friends <laughs> in low places. Where the whiskey drowns I just like his first beer. album. After that, he got fucking stupid. Do you remember whenever he made an alter ego? That yes, that blew up in his face. It didn't sell. I mean, I'm all for being yourself, but like well, I've never seen someone just straight up yes, make a whole new person. He was trying to be this rocking person. He said it was because he was going to do a, 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 a movie. Chris Gage, I think, <laughs> or something like that. Chris dumb shit. Only Number reason, five. Only reason he's a, in my book, he chose to sing at Biden's and deal with <clears throat> Gross. I didn't know he liked But I wasn't farts. a big fan of his anyway. Like I said, I liked his, 90, his first album. Yeah. And then after that, he just... Sometimes that happens. Sometimes you only make one good album and then you suck. And then sometimes you're like George Strait and you literally yeah. just always are good he's until you die. He's the only country singer who has 50 number one hits or more. Because he's amazing. Yeah. He's been doing it since 81 and it's 2022. So he's been doing it for almost three, three four decades. God. Yeah. And he's so And good. he never took a break like Garth Brooks did. Once he started doing it, he kept on doing it and never quit. Because he ain't a quitter. He's he's Texas king. Well, he's number five with uh, Love Without End. Amen. It's a love without end. Amen. That was a good when song, too. When I got too. sent home one day with the shiner <laughs> on my eye. <laughs> Fighting was, was against the rules and, and it didn't, didn't matter why. why. When Dad got home, I told that story just like I heard. Sit there on those trembling knees, waiting for, for the worst. He said, son, let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you a secret. Okay, number six was Garth Brooks again with The Dance. That one was good. That one was a badass song. That one was messed up because that came out right after Mom and Dad died. Oh. I was like... I'm sorry. Yeah. <clears throat> it was a great song, though. Yes. Um, George Strait again at number seven with I've Come to Expect It From You. That was another great so song. So upset, nervous <laughs> wreck. Can't believe you said goodbye. Like, that's his breakup song. Not fuck you or anything. He's just like, Sitting I've come to expect it from you that you're a piece of shit. <laughs> joke about these tears in my eye. Okay. I like that one and that one. uh my old cone deals, good luck. <laughs> Wish you well. Yeah. Take it slow. <laughs> Easy come, girl. Easy, Easy go. go. Okay, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> All right, Clint Black. Yes, he's Holds a good one. number eight and number nine. Number eight was Walking Away. I'm walking away here, a better man. Mm. I was like, I couldn't remember which one it was. Because there's quite a few country songs about walking away. Yeah. Um, number nine was Clint Black with Nobody's Home. I don't remember that one. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. The lights are on, but nobody's home. And then number ten, I'm not sure who this is, Dan Seals. Yeah. Love on Arrival. Yeah. Dan Seals, he sang that one song about him being a rodeo guy and the wife <laughs> leaves him. That wanna I'll see you in Montana. I don't know. I'm gonna have to do some research because yeah, I really, he's a really good like. Look him up. He's a good country singer. Number eleven, 
Don't make fun of me because I listen to these guys, but I don't know how to say their name. Who? Sh- Shenandoah. Oh, Shenandoah. <laughs> Escapade. <laughs> and then Shenandoah. Shenandoah uh, Escapade. Next to you. Next, next to, to me, me. Ain't no place that I'd rather be. <laughs> Next to you, next, next to me. me. I like them. Didn't they sing the Two Dozen Roses song? Yes. If then, I had two yeah. dozen Then they sang roses. that one song. Uh, what is it? Another lazy Sunday <laughs> in this house. I liked them. Um, number 12 is Randy Travis with yeah. Hard Rock Bottom of Your Heart. He was really good, too. Yeah, he was till he got drunk and wanted to buy cigarettes naked. Yeah. And uh, you know that's happened to me before, too. I Sometimes know. you get too hammered and you... Forget to put your clothes on before you run down to the gas station. Yeah, I'm house. just going to get some smokes. I'll be right back. But you're naked, Randy. It's okay. <laughs> Number 13 is Eddie Rabbit uh, on Second Thought. On Second Thought. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know if I know who oh, Eddie yeah. Rabbit oh, is. Oh, yeah. On Second Thought. I know that song, but I guess I don't recognize who Eddie Rabbit is. <clears throat> um, Number 14 was the Oak Ridge Boys with No Matter How High. Eddie Rabbit sings Rainy Night. It's that guy. I love a rainy night. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> That's Eddie yeah. Rabbit. Yeah. I love I love that song and I also love a rainy night. So He's got some other good ones too. Um number fifteen was Ricky Van Shelton. I've cried my last tear for you. He was another good one. He could sing. I really liked him. Uh sixteen was Reba McIntyre with You Lie. You lie. <laughs> She had a lot of good songs, but a lot of her songs were fucked up. <coughs> yeah. Um, the one that gets me every time is The Man I Never Knew About Her Dad. Yeah. That one was fucked up. But when you're, you can ask Stephen when you're in the Dead Dads Club, everything about dads makes you cry. Yeah, so it's like, hey. I don't mean to sound so morbid about it. Everybody yeah. always thinks I'm terrible when I say that, but that was actually something that I heard on Grey's Anatomy. And I know it's just Grey's Anatomy, but it was like the best thing I'd ever heard. Um, you know, all the interns on there like best friends and then yeah. some of them hate each other. And so one that didn't really get along, it was a female with one of the other males, never talks about her personal life, never says anything serious. His his dad dies and he doesn't, you know, nobody knows what to say to him because everybody else still has their parents and it's yeah. still normal, which is true. It doesn't make you wrong that you have your parents your whole life, but you don't know how to con- like make somebody feel better that doesn't have theirs. Yeah. And she literally walks up to him as he's out in the alley and, like, just kind of, you know, like, slaps him on the back or whatever. And she's like, listen, there's a club that we don't talk about, and it's the Dead Dads Club. She was like, it's not a fun place to be. You're in it now. You know, come to me if you ever need to talk. And I was like, that's the best way anyone has ever put that. Like, I'm in the club. Yeah, I'm in the Dead Dads Club. I'm not only a member, I'm the president. (laughs) Yeah. Um, okay, so number seven was Dan Seals goes, again. So what do y'all do at the meetings? We see uh, we get uh, we get volunteers to bring us pictures, and we get drunk and throw stuff at us. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you and your dad. Uh, Dan Seals with Good Times. I don't know what that one. Put on your rocking socks, baby. Roll up your old blue jeans. Oh, I know that song. There's a band playing down at the Arbery. And I don't know the rest, you see. <laughs> Number 18 was Casey Oslin with Come Next Monday. Yeah, she was a pretty good singer. She was kind of manly looking. She That's wasn't okay. like, but she had a damn good voice, though. Number 19 was Highway 101 with Who's Lonely Now. 
Yeah. Who's lonely now? I think I know Whose that song. Whose heart is hurting? They're another good country band. I uh, forgot about. 20 was Holly Dunn with You Really Had Me Going. She was another good one. Yeah, I think I know her. And then 21 was, of course, good old Travis Tritt with Help Me Hold On. Help me hold on. Number 22 was one of my favorite ladies on the whole planet, Patty Loveless. Yeah. With Chains. Um, number 23 was Joe Diffie. Joe Diffie, what I was I loved it? him. Which one? Uh, home. I don't know home? that one. I don't remember that one. Didn't he sing Pickup Man? Yeah, yeah. he's the Pickup Man and he's the John Deere Green Man. In John Deere Green. And later six foot high. Whenever, whenever all the, do you remember like two years ago whenever all the country memes were going around? Oh, God. And it was a picture of him and it was like when the whole town said you should have used red but you know what Charlene likes. Yeah. <laughs> I know what Charlene likes. That was such a good song. Uh, 24, another wonderful lady, Lori Morgan with five minutes. Yeah. And 25 was Alabama again. So they were number one on the charts, and they were number 25 uh, with Southern Star. Oh, Southern. Now, some of these rap bands I wasn't I don't know. familiar with. Yeah. 90s rap I didn't listen to as much as the other stuff. So, like, I don't know. I don't. I know number one. Yeah. <laughs> LL Cool J. LL- <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with me today? Cool J. Hello, Cool J. Cool J. Hey, cool LL J. Cool J. Oh, with my God. Mama said, knock you out. <laughs> you sure she didn't knock you out? I'm, apparently. Uh, number two, a tribe called Quest. Bonita Applebum. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Yeah, see, there's some of these I didn't know. Uh, number three was Boogie Down Productions. Love's Gonna Get Ya. That one wasn't too bad. That was like a one-hit wonder band. See, and like a, Ice Cube's on here, and I listen to him, but I don't know any of the songs on here. Yeah, either. that was like right after he split up with NWA. From NWA. Uh, number four is Public Enemy. Yeah. Burn Hollywood, burn. Let's see, that's funny. We need they to bring wrote, that one back. They wrote a rap song saying how messed up Hollywood was. 30 years ago. Yeah, and now they're kissing their ass. It's ridiculous. Uh, number five is Ice Cube, Jack and G for Beats. Number six is Poor Righteous Teachers, Rock This Funky Joint. That one wasn't a bad hit. I like that band name, Poor Righteous Teachers. That's cool. Uh, Number seven was NWA with 100 Miles and Running. 100 Miles and Running. They were good. NWA was good. Uh, Number eight, Eric B. and Rackham, Let the Rhythm Hit Them. That one wasn't bad. Number nine, Brand Nubian, Slow Down. See, I don't remember that Oh, I love this song. Number ten, too short. I didn't know too short had been around for thirty fucking years. Yeah. Gotta get a bitch get my dick sucked. <laughs> yeah. You ever heard of Blowjob Betty? Yes. Oh my god, that was one of your dad's uh, favorite. But like I'm only twenty nine and whenever I was sixteen, that really nasty song that I just sang was what yeah. we were listening to down at the car wash. Oh god. I can't believe he was on the charts thirty years ago. Yeah. Gotta get a bitch get my dick sucked. <laughs> Gangsters and strippers. <laughs> Which one is that one? The ghetto. I love that one. Yeah, that's what I was like. The it's funky, like, yeah. funky ghetto. The ghetto was a great song. That should have been number one. Uh, <coughs> number 11, Cool G Rap and DJ Polo, Streets of New York. Number 12 was Digital Underground, 
the Humpty Dance, dance is the chance to do the hump. Do me, baby. Do the hump, the hump. <laughs> that was a good song, too. Yeah, it was. Uh, number 13 was Gangstar, Jazz Thang. I don't know about that one. Uh, number 14, I like this ba- I like this band name. Above the Law, Living Like Hustlers. <laughs> that one wasn't bad. Uh, number 15 was A Tribe Called Quest. I left my wallet in El Segundo. That sounds spicy. Oh, yeah, spicy wallet. Number 16 was Public Enemy. Welcome to the Terror Dome. That one was a good... Welcome to the Terror Dome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to start calling my house. Welcome to the Terror Dome, bitch. <laughs> Uh, number 17 was EPMD, Rampage, and LL Cool J was in that one as well. Number 18 was Paris, The Devil Made Me Do It. Number 19 was Ice Cube, Endangered Species, featuring Chuck D. It says yeah. Tales from the Dark Side. Wasn't that a show? Mm-hmm. I like that, that show. Yeah, it was that movie they came out with, Tales from the Dark Side. Yeah, I yeah, like that movie. It was good. I'm just impressed that I've known like three of these songs. Uh, number 20 was Eric B. and Rankin again in the ghetto. Uh, 21 was Lord Finesse. I like that name. Funky, Te- Funky Technican. Mm. Number 22. Some of these I don't know. Cool G <laughs> Rap and DJ Polo. Race Racism featuring Big Daddy Kane and Biz Markey. Yeah, Big Daddy Kane. He's an old school guy. Yeah. Uh, number 23, Ice Cube, Dead Homies. Number that 24, was a good one. yeah, I was about to say, I do know that one. Um, Master Ace, The Other Side of Town. And number 25 was Kid Frost, La Raza. So now we have moved on to Poop. poop. All right, now it's what? Movies? Oh, pop. Oh, we still got to cover pop. I'll go through these um, pretty quickly because a lot of these, because pop was so popular in the 90s, yeah, were in the top go... 25 of all the regulars. Yeah. So number one of the pop songs was Nothing Compared to You by Sinead O'Colliner. I'm done. Sinead O'Colliner. Sinead O'Connor. You just make up your own fucking names. Uh, this is uh, Dilly Do-Right. <laughs> uh, Vogue. By Madonna was number two. Ho. Um, I've Been Thinking About You by London Beat. I don't know what that one is. That's number three. Huh. <laughs> number I, four is MC Hammer. Can't touch this. No, dar, no, 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 no. Dar, no. Can't Number touch five this. is Uncle Steven's favorite song ever by Vanilla Ice. Fucking Ice, hate that Ice, song. baby. And the reason why I hate that song <laughs> is because I went to... Uh, How many people called you Vanilla Ice? <laughs> in junior high, my seventh grade year, and it was... Uh, my minority uh, black people, there ain't nothing wrong with that. I got along good with them. I didn't get in no fights or nothing. and We all got along great, but that song came out, and I was like one of the few white kids in school, so that's what my name became that year. <laughs> I fucking hated it. And them guys knew it. They'd do it just to get me going. God damn, white boy, you get pissed off when we call you that. <laughs> that's it's funny. fucking funny, though, because you get so mad. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> um, number six was It Must Have Been Love by Roxette yeah. number seven Blaze of Glory Bon Jovi number eight Vision of Love by Mariah Carey I'm gonna have to look that up yeah um, that seemed pretty popular number nine was The Power by Snap but that could be a lot of songs yeah that could so be. I'm not sure what that one is uh, number ten was Black Velvet again 
Uh, number 11 was All Around the World by Lisa Stanfield again. Number 12 was Madonna, um, Justify My Love. 13 was Opposite Attracts. Opposites Attract. God damn it. Opposites by Paula Attract. Um, 14 was All I Want to Do is Make Love to You. 15 was Wilson Phillips, Hold On. Hold on 16 for one was day. Escapady. Escapady. <laughs> by We're Janet Jackson. Escapady. Uh, number 17 was New Kids on the Block. Which step one? by step. Step by step. Um, DNA and Susan Vega. Tom's Diner. Mm. That's a. I didn't know that was a remake. That's a song that's popular right now. I am sitting at the oh. counter. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. The doo -doo 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 -doo. Yes, I did not. Yeah. I didn't uh, know that was a remake. Yeah. Um, number 19 was Depeche Mode. Enjoy the silence. Depeche Mode, not Depeche. <laughs> They're a band from the 80s. I give up on my pronunciation. Depeche Mode. <laughs> I didn't know you were French. Depeche Mode. Uh, number uh, 20 was Delight. Groove is in your heart. Groove is in the heart. Oh, groove yeah. is in the heart. And it's got that real kind of jazzy beat. I never knew what it said yeah. right there. I just always went. And, and it has that wee whoop. I had no idea. Um, again, I'm sorry. Another person I'm not a fan of that I'm probably going to get a lot of shit for. Look, Whitney Houston held number 21 with I'm Your Baby Tonight. Number 22 was Technotronic with Get Up before the night's over. Get it up, get it down. Um, 23 was George Michael, Praying for Time. 24 was INXS with Suicide Blonde and 25. Did you say, wait a minute, INX, what? INXS? Have you ever heard of it? I don't know what no, it stands it's for. NXS. It was a band of lead singers. <laughs> shit. God damn it! <laughs> NXS. I was like, say that again. And you kept going INXS. And I'm like, wait a minute, there was a. Just I'm listen to this <laughs> podcast today, if anything, so you can make fun of me. <laughs> yeah, that's NX. In uh, NXS, they had a lot of good songs. Well, Elite Suicide Singer. Blonde was number 24 well, in 1990. Kind of ironic. The guy uh, killed himself. Oh, that's yeah. sad. <laughs> that's kind of That's a damper up. on my happiness. Uh, and number 25. <laughs> 25. To five. I think. Number two, five. To five. To five. When I tell you guys that I promise I'm 100% sober. I swear she didn't sober, smoke anything. I, you know what I think it is? I just think this is the best I've felt in like six months. Oh, my God. And it's just like so hard to contain yeah. myself. You're like, oh, too fat, too fat, too fat. I feel like Ricky Bobby right now. I'm like, I'm like, I'm the best there is. No one can hang with my stuff. <laughs> I get up in the morning about it's two five. It's in the Geneva Convention, so I can fucking say it. With all due respect. <laughs> uh, Maxi Priest was 25 with Close to You. Whew. Okay. And with the movies, I left a little bit of description in case no one watched them or heard about them. Well, number one, if you've never seen it, then you're uh, fuck you, guy. <laughs> yeah, number one, if you ain't seen, this is the top movies from 1990. Go get your fucking shine box. Okay. Ooh, ooh. So I told good. you there was some good. Now the movies. ones that I don't know, you need to tell me so that I can go home and watch them if they're good. All right. I did not know this. 
But Goodfellas was the number one movie in 1990. Fucking 80s. I just watched it last week. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> I love that movie. Um, you know what I fucking mean? This is a mob movie. It's a story of Henry Hill and his life in the mob, covering his relationship with his wife, Karen Hill, and his mob partners, Jimmy Conway and Tommy DeVito, in this Italian-American crime syndicate. Do you want to know what really brought them down and what they didn't put in the movie? It wasn't that uh, heist they did at the airport. The heist. When uh, Henry Hill went in, he was talking about a side hustle they used to do years ago. They was going up to Boston College and bullying them kids, going, hey, here's money. You're going to fucking... Uh, not do so good tonight. Hmm. So they was fixing the game so they could make so they money. they can make money. <clears throat> yeah, and that's what really got them. Henry Hill was in there talking about yeah. that. And it's a it's a mobster movie, and um, it's not my favorite. It's my second favorite. My first favorite is Casino. If you've been listening to this podcast for the last two years, you probably already know that because I say it just about every other episode. I'm sorry. I got to go with either Godfather or... Uh, I have to make... Or... Uh, the one with uh, Robert De Niro in it when he did Out Outcoat. The one without Out. Okay, I was trying to say Al Capone, but I can't remember the newish one. No, this one's older. He did oh, it in okay. the nineties. I think they did that one before uh, Goodfellas. Well, I have to admit to you, and everyone's probably going to rake me over the coals for this one too, because I'm like, oh, I love mobsters. I haven't seen The Godfather yet. Dude, I've I know all, all the of scenes them. off of it because, like, we say them, you know, like, on this day on my daughter's wedding. Like, you know what I mean? I can't I've never wait to say that. <laughs> I'm going to dress up in a nice fucking tux and get in a big chair and be like, I'm glad you made it to the I've already decided day. that I think that I'm just going to start acting like our family is a mob anyways and, like, dressing up all the time and, yes. like, drinking out of champagne glasses. I'm telling you, this podcast Training kids the kids off. to make, do, like, make them do shit for me. We're going to do that. I'm going to hire... One of my little cousins or something to sit there like a bodyguard. And I'm just going to start calling all the kids like Benny and Tommy. and Yes. <laughs> but anyways, Goodfellas was a great movie. You should watch it. I'm glad it was number it's one. It's awesome. Um, it's pretty cool because it's about a kid that has no ties, no um, Italian, especially no Italian ties. So, like, he can never get made or anything, but yeah. he does make his way into the mob. Uh, yeah, and he works Unfortunately, he turns into bottom. a fucking stinking rat at the end. But Yeah, and it's all because of what? The drugs. He told yeah. him, don't be Well, Polly told him in yeah. the movie that that's, that will basically be your demise if you go down that road. Yeah, and it did. Um... Number two did not know this with good old, uh, oh, what was that Baldy's name? Bruce Willis. Wasn't he in Total Recall? Yes. Yeah. Total Recall. When a man goes in to have virtual vacation memories of the planet Mars implanted a, yes. in his mind, an unexpected and harrowing series of events that, there's a, forces him to go to the planet for real. <clears throat> there's a woman with three boobs in that one. I remember yeah. as a kid. Total yeah. Recall was cool. Yeah, that was a pretty good movie. Um, I don't know what this one is, so you'll have to tell me and I want to watch it if it's good. Miller's Crossing was number three. I only watched it a handful Tom of times. Tom Regan, an advisor to a Prohibition-era crimes boss, so it's like 1940s, uh, tries to keep the peace between warring mobs but gets caught in divided loyalties. Sounds good, though. Yeah. Number four was one of my personal favorites, Misery. Misery Loves with, uh, Company. With Kathy Bates. Bates. Yeah. After a famous author yeah, is rescued from a car crash by a fan of his novels, he comes to realize that the care he is receiving is only the beginning of a nightmare of captivity and abuse. She literally saves him from a car crash, drags him to her home. Doesn't she break his knees with a sledgehammer? 
So he can't his walk. ankle or something. Yeah, because yeah. that sledgehammer scene or sledgehammer scene. Yeah, it's awful. Yes, and yeah. And so she's she like trying to force there. him to write another book or something, isn't she? Yes, because she it's don't like how she killed how it. he killed off somebody. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen it. Uh, number five, another one of my personal favorites was Dances with Wolves with Kevin Costner. Yes. Uh, Lieutenant John Dunbar assigned to a remote Western Civil War outpost befriends wolves and Native Americans, making him an intolerable aberration in the military. So he literally infiltrates yeah. an entire tribe, marries someone, learns the language, and becomes an Indian. Well, because what happens is he goes to that fort because that's where they station him and there's nobody there. So he sits there, rebuilds it and all that, gets to know everybody. The army comes in and goes, no, you belong to us. You're not. He goes, no, y'all left me out here to die. Yeah, I do remember. It's been a while since I've yeah. seen it because it's like a two and a half hour long movie. Yeah. But it is really good. So watch that one if you haven't seen it. Um, number six. I never got to see this one, but I wanted to. Flatliners. That was good. Yeah, everybody said that one was yes, a good one. They Five would put medical them to death. students experiment with near-death experiences until the dark consequences of past tragedies begin to jeopardize their lives. <laughs> Movie companies, if you hear this, you should start using me for... Yes. Coming Sunday. <laughs> Sunday, <Flatliners>. Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> Watch this bitch flatline and come back and tell us the story tonight on TMZ. <laughs> Tonight in your ass. <laughs> okay. Tonight live in your anus. Number seven. I don't know this one, so tell me if it's good. Awakenings. The victims of an encephalitis epidemic many years ago have been catatonic ever since, but now a new drug offers the prospect of reviving them. Hmm. I'm gonna have to look that up. Yeah, I don't remember that one. Number nineteen. I don't know this one. Um. The Freshman. That one was pretty good. I've only seen it a handful of times. An NYC film school student accepts a job with a local mobster who resembles a famous cinema godfather and who takes the young man under his wing after demanding total loyalty. Yeah, it's pretty intense. I've never seen this one either, but I think I heard that this one was pretty good. Um, American Dream. That one was pretty good. Chronicles. The six-month strike at Hormel in Austin, Minnesota in 1985 to 1986 about the union. Um, Food and commercial workers overwhelmingly rejects rejects a contract (laughs) offer with $2 an hour. I don't know. Um, I didn't know that there was... What year was Die Hard number one that came out? It came out before Mom and Dad died, like 88, I think. Well, Die Hard 2 was number 10. Yeah. And I don't care what anybody says, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Suck my ass. Yes. It's a <laughs> Every, Christmas movie. Everyone always asks it me, came what's your out? favorite Christmas movie? And I'm like, Die Hard. <laughs> it came out during Christmas. And it's set during and it's Christmas. Set in, Christmas. It's set in Christmas. Yeah. I love. I, I don't love Christmas, but I love Die Hard Christmas. Yes. If we could have a Die Hard Christmas, yippee Kaye, motherfuckers. Jolie made me watch Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I like the old one, sick. but I don't. It was the I old one. I can't watch it five times in a row, though. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, number 11 was Home Alone That one was pretty good I feel like I shouldn't have to tell you what this one is hey, about because That's one of the few it. movies Danny DeVito's in That he don't die I know um, Home Alone 
I feel like I shouldn't have to tell you this, but eight-year-old troublemaker must protect his house from a pair of burglars when he is accidentally left home alone by his family during a Christmas vacation. What was that? Macaulay Culkin? Yeah. Yeah. And everybody knows who dad is. Uh, Number 12 was Edward Scissorhands. One of the best movies ever. That one was One of the weirdest movies ever, but it was good. Um, I don't feel like I should have to explain this one either, but an artificial man who was incompletely constructed and has scissors for hands. If they don't know who Edward Scissorhands is. Then one day, a suburban lady meets him and introduces him to her world. You remember whenever all the ladies are like crazy about him and he's just like... Yeah. Uh, number 13 is Quick Change. I don't know what that one is. Uh, it's about says change. three thieves successfully rob a New York City bank, but <clears throat> making the escape from the city proves to be almost impossible. Number 14 was Dark Man. That one was good. A brilliant scientist left for dead returns to exact revenge on people who killed him. It sounds good. It was. Sounds like something I would like. Uh, number 15 was The Killer. A disillusioned assassin. Except one last hit in hopes of using his earnings to restore vision to a singer he accidentally blinded. That mm. sounds fucked up. Well, she, <laughs> okay. Uh, that sounds like a lot. Number 16, Days of Thunder. <laughs> I'm going to slingshot past him. Uh, that was like the racing movie of the century. Yes. Okay. Henry. I've never seen number 17, but I do know. That it was a good movie. The Hunt for Red October. Yes. Everybody has talked about that movie. Everybody's it's a very, very good movie. movie. Very good. In November 1984, the Soviet Union's best submarine captain in a new undetectable sub violates orders and heads for the U.S. The American CIA and military must quickly determine, is he trying to defect or start a war? They never Watch know. it and find out. This Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. No, I'm sorry. Under the sea. <laughs> Red October's gonna go pee. Um, number 18, State of Grace. A New York cop is recruited to return to his hometown and infiltrate the mob ran by his best friend's brother. Huh. I don't know that one. Me neither. Number 19, Wild at Heart. Young lovers, Sailor and Lula, run from the variety of weirdos that Lula's mom has hired to kill Sailor. Son of a Sounds bitch. Sounds kind of kinky. I would watch it. Uh, number 20 was one of the greatest movies ever. Gremlins 2. Yeah. New Batch. <clears throat> Whenever they had a lady gremlin. Ooh. Yes. She's all... <laughs> and she tied up that guy and yes, had the wedding dress him. on and everything. He was like, mm. And all the little gremlins were like, da, 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 da. Yes. <laughs> it's a great movie. Jolie said she wanted a Mogway for Christmas. And then <laughs> the like, smart, intelligent one. Oh, yeah, and talk. he's like talking got, like this. <laughs> he's got the British voice, yes. Uh, number 21. This is another one I want to watch, but I've heard great things about. Jacob's Ladder. Yes. Mourning his dead child, a haunted Vietnam War veteran attempts to uncover his past while suffering, suffering from a severe case of dissociation. To do so, he must decipher reality reality and life from his own dreams, delusions, and perceptions of death. Yeah, it's I a, heard it's pretty good. It's good because what happened in Vietnam, they would spray this gangrene over the jungle to kill it so they could see the... Well, these jackasses were spraying it over our own people, too. Didn't think it would have hurt them. They started having side effects from it when they got back home. 
Um, number 22 was Ghost. Oh, <laughs> my, my love. I still good- love that picture with them two doing that clay thing. And it's got the Ghostbuster in the back going. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Um, if you've never seen it, it's about a young man who's murdered and his spirit stays behind to warn his lover of impending danger with the help of a reluctant psychic. Yeah, we're not going to tell you. I don't remember the who the psychic is. It's a uh, Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, that's right. Because she's like, leave me alone, Patrick Swayze. Yeah. And then, uh, oh, what's her name? Everybody thought she was hot because of the stripper movie. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Was the Demi his, Moore. Was it, yeah, Demi Moore was the one that played the girlfriend. Uh, number 23 was uh, Hamlet, 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 Hamlet. So Hamlet, the prince of Denmark, finds out that his uncle Claudius killed his father to obtain his the Faja. throne. And plans revenge. It's Hamlet. Uh, number 24. Tie me up, tie me down. Well, that sounds I, like my Saturday night. Yeah, I don't know what that is. An <laughs> that imbalance. doesn't sound like a movie. But a luring former mental patient takes a porn star prisoner in the hopes of convincing her to marry him. That sounds fucked up. Wow. And that was number 24 for the whole entire year of 1990. Wow. So people really liked it. Damn. Uh, And number 25, Boiling Point. I'm at that all the time with the kids. Two disquieted junior baseball players seek revenge on the local Yakuza for attacking their coach. I don't know. I don't know that one, guys. All right. But there you go. We Here just went is. through the 90s. Here is the income of 1990. Well, well, the income, the average income was $28,906. A new house was 123000 oh Yeah. God. A new car was $16,012. Rent was four sixty four. Gas was one thirty four. Stamps were twenty five cent. And here are some like top things that happened in the nineties. Mm. Desert Storm started or Operation Desert Shield. And then uh the GM remember Saturns? Yeah. They came that's when they came out was nineteen ninety. You'll never uh, won't believe this, but guess what else came out in the nineties? And I mean in nineteen ninety. The fucking Simpsons. Really? Yes. No shit. Yeah. I feel old. Yeah. How do you think I feel? Old. <laughs> yeah, these motherfuckers. <laughs> and then one of the biggest earthquakes in the Philippines happened. It was a 7.7. Killed 1,600 people. Holy shit. Yeah. That's what uh, I happened I do remember back that one. In- that one was a big deal. That's what happened back in 19 motherfucking 90. Okay, guys, I got two more lists to go through real quick here, and I'm just going to write down the times and come back and edit. Damn, we have been making some uh, good time. Okay, our first, uh, our next little list I got going. Since uh, kids are going back to school, the 10 best things about kids going back to school. Yes. Number 10, you got time to clean out your closet. Oh, yeah. And number nine, think about this. The closer, they're getting closer to graduation. Oh, okay, that's fair. Number eight, the house being quiet. Number seven, and here's what's good. Your kid's meeting new people at school. And My daughter does like that one. You never know. 
You might have an opportunity to improve your future now since your kids are in school. Yeah, like do something with your fucking life. Yes, and <laughs> too, you know, that's a school stuff kind of gives kids more independence and more, uh, you know, out of mother and daddy's wing. Not up your butt hoe. And then uh, the next one, number three, is football. Next thing, football starts up when the kids go back to school. And then <clears throat> another one. This is what I like, getting back to a routine. Yeah, that is my favorite because yes. in the summertime, they're just so fucking feral. Yeah, there's no no fucking Which schedule. Nothing. I fully believe in letting them have a good time in the summer <clears throat> because until... Like, that's all they're going to have. When they turn yeah. 18, you don't ever get a summer again. Nuh-uh. So I fully let my kid eat whatever she wants, stay yes. up as late as she wants, but getting them back on that routine is, a is amazing. After it you get kicks it. Jackson's butt the first couple weeks. It cracks me up how much he just, he literally just gets home and he's like, out. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last thing about the kids going back to school is they get to reunite with some old friends. Jolie did have actually have some people in her class from last year. She was pretty excited. She was like, Mom, I love it. I, <laughs> I don't know what that's about. <laughs> we was right in the middle of something in the We've fucking sound We've had some paranormal quit. activity. Yes. All right. Now we're going to go over our last thing. The top partying colleges of... Uh, the, the United States. <laughs> I said, the world. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number 10 is the University of Iowa in Iowa City. Oh. Number nine is the University of Mississippi in Oxford, Mississippi. I'd like to party in Mississippi. Yes. This one, I had no idea about it. The Deepox University in Greencastle, Indiana. Hmm. The University of Florida. I could in see Gainesville, that. I would Florida. like to. Oh. Yeah. The University of Georgia in Athens, Georgia. I could see that. And then we have the uh, have Ohio University. And that is in Athens, Ohio. And then we have Penn State. That is in. They are in State College, Pennsylvania. I have heard of them being pretty uh, party hardy. Syracuse. <coughs> Syracuse. And they are in State College, Pennsylvania. I mean, uh, no, they're not. That's Penn State. <laughs> Penn State's in no, State College, not. Pennsylvania. Syracuse is in Syracuse, New York. But I was looking at some of their pictures. These motherfuckers had like 50 cent at one of their like block parties. Of course they I'm did. like, that's fucking, you have a block party and 50 cents they're rapping. What the hell? Number two is the University of Illinois in uh, Champaign, Illinois. And then the number one party in school is the University of Wisconsin in Madison, Wisconsin. Really? Yes, that blew me away. Me too. I don't know y'all get down like that down there yeah. in Wisconsin. Texas made the top 20. They was like number 17. Oh, you know they fucking party. But for the longest time, TCU of all colleges was like the number one party in school. And they're a Christian school. Because they're partying yeah. with Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Like Carmen would say, Jesus, let your love fly on my face. Well, I uh, I hope you guys have enjoyed this super long episode. But yeah, I think I'm sorry gonna about that. I'm going to get out of that. here and go get some ath cream. I am going to come back and do the uh, Canadian love triangle, and then I'll stop this thing. I didn't know it was going to be so long. 
Oh, I'm totally cool. That's I, I love said. it. I, I man. hope they enjoyed you it. See, I, I love. Sorry, guys. I hit the table again. I got too emotional. So I, I, that was uh, smack the table. But anyways, yeah, I'm not complaining. It's been long, but I need to get yes. me some ice cream or something. But I love to do a show and it takes this long because sometimes I think I have it formatted out for about 45 minutes. So. I will say, though, that since I started back, this is the longest that I've been able to sit here. And I'm really yeah. not even hurting that bad yet. Yeah. So, so hail to the yeah, guys. <laughs> well, let's give Ashley a big old round of applause. Way to go, and ass go, Andy. <laughs> And uh, we will see her next week. Yes. I'm gonna come back after with she leaves. With my new hair, come and see do me the, next uh, week with my new hair. Love triangle, the Canadian love triangle. She's gonna have a new hairdo. We're gonna display it next week. And guess what, guys? Bum, We're bum, getting bum, closer <laughs> to uh, October. And like we said, during September, we're gonna start doing scary shit. <laughs> I got a good one. I'm gonna say I'm for excited. for uh, October though, a good one. But we will see you guys later. Or Ashley will see you later. I'll be back with some Canadian love triangle. You guys be good. Peace out, Come. Girl Scout. All right, ma'am. I'm going to do this uh, <clears throat> Canadian love triangle and then wrap this show up. The Canadian love triangle. Hello. It's been a while since we spoke last. I've been staying with my cousin, Eva's. Eva still comes around. She uses her daughter as an excuse to see me. And then I screw up and I end up having sex with her. I know. I, I should just stop it and I try to, but she just don't know when to stop. Well, me and Hannah, her sister, are still, are still talking too. But she's starting to act a little weird. Acting like a cat. And it's really creeping me out. It's little red flags like that that make me wonder what the hell have I got myself into. She has left her husband staying with her mom. But me and Hannah will probably stop seeing each other when I start back. Or we are going to probably stop seeing each other once I'm starting to back off and she's getting a little mad about it. She said it's really pissing her off. Uh, well, one night, Ava and her, her daughter was over, and I went to take them uh, home. Hannah and her mom had all the lights off and candles everywhere, and she started saying Ava was a witch and evil and needed to be clean and was wanting to uh, do a ceremony and started chanting some weird stuff. Well, of course, Grandpa woke up and shit got worse. Then the uh, sheriff showed up, so she ended up uh, going to jail. And her mom and her have a they have a my wife that I left that I'm leaving. She has a restraining order on her sister and her mother now because of uh, them acting so weird. Uh, no, Eva has a restraint has has a restraining on her now. Like uh, it's it it's like pretty messed up. I think I might go back with my wife. I screwed up, but I hope my wife is uh, going to change too. It's going to be a long road. I'm still not for sure what I'm going to do, but I've got myself in a big pickle. And I don't know what to do. I really don't know what to stay with my wife. 
I can't say nothing. I can't discipline my kid because she, I mean, my stepchild, and she gets mad. So I don't, I don't really know what I want to do. I'm just so confused right now, and it's weird. So, but until next time, I will see y'all later. Bye. Well, I hope y'all love the Canadian Love Triangle Triangle series. I think it's going to be coming to an end, but um, hey, that's how it is, buddy. Well, I hope you guys had fun on that show, and this one's going to be a treat for you because it's like an hour and 20 minutes. And if y'all like these longer ones, let us know. If they're too long, let us know. We'll try to shorten them. But if y'all like hearing us and stuff, that's awesome, guys. But we will see. We will see you later, guys. You have a great weekend. Be safe. Be cool. This is, excuse me, Uncle Boo, baby. The most recognizable voice in the world, the mouth of the South, baby. We will see you later. Be good. Be real. This has been Uncle Boo with Borderline Texas Trash and Ash Handy by his side. We will check you guys out later. Uh, Bye. (laughs) Bye.